For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding, here with Steve Morgan, the editor-in-chief of Cybercrime Magazine. Steve, thank you so much for joining. Great to be here, Paul. According to Windows Central, new SEC rules went into effect late last year, December 15th, forcing public companies to disclose a cyber incident within four days. Steve, we're a little late to the discussion here, maybe, but I still was hoping you could share your thoughts. I can imagine this is something you're getting in your inbox. There's lots of controversy around this. There's lots of thoughts behind it. It seems like a charged subject, but I don't want to artificially inflate anything. That's why I want to hear from you. So, Paul, generally, I think our industry has been calling for more regulation. It's a good idea. Microsoft's CEO, Satya Nadella, has called for more cyber regulation. But I don't think anyone was expecting it was going to be at this level, so aggressive, and I think so difficult for a lot of companies to abide by reporting a data breach within four days. There's so many moving pieces there. It is so common for corporations to work with law enforcement where they don't want information getting out in the wild while they're investigating. So this is a very difficult situation for a lot of companies right now. Steve, you have your finger on the pulse. I'm not asking you to oust anybody that you've spoken to in a private conversation, but is the thinking that these rules, although perhaps in good faith, might do more harm than good overall? I think that there's some of that, Paul, and then there's some of, well, what if I, quote, break the law for lack of a more thorough way of explaining, you know, what we're dealing with here? The SEC has regulations. What if a company doesn't abide by them? Am I going to go to jail? A CISO might be asking themselves that. We certainly don't want them to ask themselves that question. We don't want that to be part of the discussion in the CISO role, but there's a lot of fear that goes along with these regulations. The CISO role, as we've spoken to many CISOs before, it's a very high-stress job, and there's also a high rate of turnover, and there's not a long tenure on average for CISO positions. So are you thinking, Steve, that this might actually accelerate that and we might see a lot more disruption to consistencies of CISOs holding positions? I hope not, Paul. We talked to a lot of CISOs. I'm talking about hundreds of CISOs over the past few years. And in my opinion, they do a great job. Are there exceptions to that? Sure. Like there is with any profession, with any position. But generally speaking, I think these are fantastic people, the women and men we've had on our podcast and we've gotten to know. And when there's, let's call it a violation, you can't tie that directly to a CISO. There are so many other people who are involved. So they become the scapegoat. And that's been unofficially the case for so many years. So now we're going to make it official. No, we don't want to go there. So this really has to be sorted out. And I think there's going to be a lot of sorting out over the next year by law enforcement, by major corporations, both of them talking to the SEC and hopefully arriving in a place where it's clear to everybody what the fallout is in the event that a breach isn't reported, quote, on time. Steve, as always, appreciate you coming on and sharing your thoughts. Thank you, Paul. To follow all of our media, go to cybercrimemagazine.com.